go. That's right. Fireworks or not. There was already a fire last night. Beijing reopens for flights. Yippee. But how much is it going to cost? Want to work after work, but these workouts might have to be altered. Made some good time today. Some new vids on the language vlog. Social media. Sharing too much, or is it just a record of your travels? Folks, uh, it is Friday, January 6th, 2023. I'm Steven Sersky. Thanks for listening. And uh, I'm here in Beijing. Wonderful. Not so... It was kind of sunny today. A bit smoggy. Smog rolled uh, in yesterday, um, which I guess has sort of contributed to a bit of the uh, congestion that I've had over the last day or so. When I first got to Beijing in 2014-2015, it was smoggy, like really smoggy, all the time. Blue skies were very rare. Since about 2018-2019, when Beijing switched to natural gas uh, to power a lot of its uh, winter heating and stuff like that, um, blue skies have been a lot more common, uh, which means that when the smog does roll in, it does cause a little bit more of an effect. It's a more noticeable effect, I guess. Uh, because before, I would just wear a mask all the time, a PM 2.5 mask all the time. And that generally happens. People were saying, well, it doesn't work anyway. I'm like, well, I noticed the difference. Those same people could never seem to smell the smog. Like, they couldn't describe what the smell was, right? Um, not not that I'm, you know, <laughs> how do you, uh, smog smells like burnt uh, like a, a a fire, like a a wood fire, basically. Is it same same sort of smell? Uh, if it smells a little, I don't know how to describe it, the difference between what a wood fire and a coal fire smells like. I guess coal fire would be a little bit more. Uh, I would call acidic. A little, it's, it smells a little bit more fake, whereas uh, wood fire sounds a little uh, smells a little bit more uh, natural. I guess you could say. Or at least maybe that's what we're used to. Uh, but uh, if you ever want to smell the difference, uh, go to a place like Lanzhou or Hohot in uh, China, and you will smell coal dust. That That's all coal. Um, that, that is from winter heating and stuff like that, especially in Lanzhou. Uh, and it's a lot of factory emissions. Once you, go, once you go down to Guangdong, I've never been there, but, uh, I mean, it's, it's the factory of China basically. I've been to Shenzhen, like for a day or so, but I've never actually uh, spent any time in Guangdong uh, at all. Uh, but uh, so yeah, the smells, the sense of smog. <laughs> a Chinese love story. How's that? A Chinese travel love story. Uh, anyway, so uh, this actually came up because um, not only was it smoggy, but fireworks. So these have been popping off lately. This uh, I kind of forgot to mention this because it was so rare, but someone's been setting off fireworks in my neighborhood. Uh, and I at first thought it was the foreigners, you know, these rascallion, rapscallions, these little rascals, you know, uh, breaking the law. Because you're not allowed to be setting off fireworks within the fifth ring road in Beijing. The fifth ring road is one of these highways that encircles uh, Beijing. They, it was allowed... It was still allowed when I when I just got to China, but I think it was 2016 they stopped it. They said no more, so it all got pushed out um, for good reason. I'm not against this, to tell you the truth. None of these, a lot of these buildings do not have uh, centralized uh, 
automated fire suppressant systems. Nothing. They have hoses. They have fire extinguishers, which require people to use them. But if there's a big fire, like the one in Changsha or the one that happened in Xinjiang, I mean, a fire extinguisher is not going to do that. It, it, you're running out of the building that, at that point. You know, you're going. You're calculating. Well, where did I leave the cash deposit? <laughs> Where's my passport? How many hard drives can I take with me? Sort of thing, right? I mean, you are full on panic, going, "Oh my god, I got to get out of here so I don't burn to death." Because it sounds like a really horrible way to go. Um, and tragically, in Xinjiang, ten people did die in that fire. Uh, so no fireworks in Beijing. I'm not against this. I, uh, I, I, I actually am kind of on board with this idea. I am on board with this idea. Don't set off fireworks in a city that is horribly dry um, and has wind. And there are buildings with little or no fire suppressant systems. Now, all that being said, there has been someone setting off fireworks. Most of the ones that they've been setting off have not been the ones that like shoot up into this, the air. Now, tonight I've heard a few that have been like that. Uh, and so I don't know where they, they are. On New Year's Day, or like so New Year's Eve, that even like when uh, January 1st arrived, uh, someone did set off a bunch of fireworks at midnight, or just after midnight, I should say. You know, it seems like a good idea. But again, tind- uh, it's all Tinder out there. Tinder? Tindle? Kindle? Kindle. It's, it's ready to burn. Dry and ready to burn, okay? We haven't had moisture... In a very long time. And, you know, you put a match to these things and lo and behold, you'll have a fire. And guess what happened last night? Uh, around 7 o'clock? Uh, 6, 6.30 or so? I'm chatting with uh, Steve. And all of a sudden I see this orange. Or I see this plume of smoke. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> no, 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 no. And then I see the orange glow. And then Fire. Like, proper. Like, fire... Pro- th- this guy was running around going, Oh, God! Oh, God! Fire extinguisher! Oh, no! That was not supposed to happen! <laughs> uh, good thing he was able to find one. Because that was... Uh, it's, it started spreading quickly. Um, and he this happened in, like, in the central courtyard. Uh, and, again, it's all Kindle ready to burn. And it wouldn't take much for a wind to come across because that's part of um, the area where, where there's a fire is sort of a wind vortex and it just blows across. And you, oh, you can imagine that thing going across there. There is supposed to be a river that goes through the courtyard or through the, uh, the, the, the garden, but they don't typically have water in there. And I, I, I don't blame them for this either because there's a lot of kids around, right? And you don't want any kid drowning or something that I've talked about this before. Uh, so it is a safety issue as well. Uh, but uh, I mean, I don't know how dry the garden is entirely. They do have sprinklers in the system, in the garden. But to get them to work requires a guy to go get the uh, manhole opener and cover, like the, the, the iron grate that blocks off like a manhole sort of thing. Or a people hole? <laughs> I don't know what you're supposed to call it. The iron gate to this tap system has to be lifted up. A guy has to go into this little uh, pit, turn the tap on, and then the uh, uh, the sprinklers will turn on. So, I mean, why have they automated that? They automated the gates this year, 
in the last couple of weeks, but they haven't automated the, the sprinkler system. I guess these guys need something to do, right? But again, fire and safety, fire and safety. Now, there was an article, actually, apparently, I guess, and one of the reasons why uh, people are setting off fireworks here is because, um, I guess there was a rumor, someone said somewhere something about the government possibly lifting the ban on fireworks within the fifth ring road. Uh, the government's come out and said, no, 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 we are not doing that. That's not going to happen. Uh, and again, I'm not against this. I think it's actually a good idea fireworks people are gonna get crazy i mean yeah it, it sounds like a good idea. oh it's just all fun and games I'm like yeah a lot of people live in one place around here uh no 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 we don't need cities burning we don't need neighborhoods burning we don't no 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 bad idea bad idea outside the fifth ring road where there's uh room um where uh, there's probably at, easier to get around and stuff like that not as much stuff can get damaged at one point so Please don't. That being the case, uh, Beijing flights reopened. Now, I don't know how much these are going to cost. This is a, a pleasant surprise today. Uh, I guess a couple days ago, I mentioned this uh, January 8th. Like, all these flight restrictions are being lifted despite the uh, the severe increase of the number of flu cases. That being, that being said, there's actually fewer people I know who are sick. All the people that I knew who were sick are, are all better. They all have nagging coughs, just like me. Like I, I've been having throat issues still. It might be because I insisted on working out very close to uh, my COVID um, or whatever it was, flu that I had. And people, some people believe that if you do that, then it extends or uh, yeah, it, it lengthens your uh, COVID symptoms or your your flu symptoms. And I was like, well, I'd rather have more, uh, I, I'd rather just get back to, to work, get back to the grind sort of thing, right? Rather than, you know, pushing it off or anything like that. Um, I, I kind of wonder if maybe the, you know, the seasonal, well, the motivational dip that I had in, in December, which pretty much culminated in Christmas, was part and parcel, was due to uh, this, um, this COVID infection that I had or whatever it was. Although again, I never tested positive, never did. So uh, I tested once or twice, once I think, and never did. So whatever. Um, but the Beijing is reopening for flights. These have been unavailable. So if you want to come to China, you'd have to land in a, a first, uh, first entry, a first point of contact, quarantine there, then get to Beijing, quarantine there, Go home, quarantine there, right? So that used to be the the, the jump that you had to go through, which is, was Taimafan, a lot of trouble. Um, and it was never like an easy flight. I mean, if you were flying overseas from like international destination, you were flying into like usually it's Xiamen or maybe Shanghai, maybe, but uh, it was either Xiamen or Hong Kong, uh, typically. Uh, so that's all ending um, this Sunday, I guess it is, uh, or sometime around here. Is it January 12th, uh, to be exact? Pardon me, um, but uh, I don't know how much these flights are going to cost. Um, so it was a couple of days ago I mentioned that, you know, all these flight restrictions are being lifted. The quarantine measures are being lifted uh, after three years. It was March 21st, 2020, when everything got shut down. Um, let me, Beijing Airport reopens international terminals. That's good. Uh, no more first entry points for... Um, for international travelers starting January 12th. 
So that's what it was. Uh, major routes include uh, Beijing to Berlin, Manchester, Brussels, Belgrade, and uh, the capital of the uh, state that's across from Ukraine. Um, <clears throat> and then also, yeah, there you go. All airlines are available. Start at midnight, uh, January 12th. Um, I just want to get the date here. Starting March 23rd. There it was. March 19th. 2020 was the initial sort of we're going to stop uh, having people come in. Then March 23rd, 2020 was when they stopped it entirely and all uh, inbound traffic to uh, all inbound flights to the uh, Beijing Capital International Airport were diverted to 12 designated city airports. Craziness. So that's been three, basically three years, three years that that's been going on. Wow. Insane glad it's over right <laughs> glad it's over <laughs> oh we hope it's over uh, we we can only hope so much i managed to get the workouts in today uh i want to you know i've been doing all these projects right and uh as much as i like to go 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 i talk about go 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 going uh particularly working out quite a bit and i've i've said before that these workouts the the two days they aren't sustainable but i've run into a problem here where if i don't do them then i feel like not just that I'm being lazy, but that I still feel like I got to move or something, right? So it'd be kind of nice if, I don't know, I could do something inside. Or like if, if I had a bike, or maybe I, I was thinking about getting one of these walking pads. And that way I could set up the iPad or something or set up the like a, a portable keyboard. And, you know, sort of do some work or whatever. Because, you know, to kill uh kill two birds with one stone sort of thing get the get the steps in uh, you know i could even wear my weight vest if i really wanted to um i'm not sure if that makes a difference <laughs> tell you the truth uh but uh so something like that i was thinking oh, that'd be a brilliant idea why not be awesome uh still haven't done it though have have refused to commit that cash just uh, just now uh just yet uh but uh yeah lifting doing all these sort of two-day workouts and stuff like that I might have to rethink it. Um, I was able to get the three-quarter Murph done today. Well, I did a three-mile run before, so that took me 30 minutes. Then I did 15 rounds of five pull-ups, 10 push-ups, and 15 air squats, and I managed to do that in 23 and a half minutes. So I did this all at lunch. Uh, And then add another three minutes to that for walking up the stairs from outside so I did the three miles outside first then I walked up the stairs it took me about three minutes not just to walk up the stairs but to get everything sort of cleared away from my pull-up bar and then yeah 15 rounds uh 5 10 15 pull-ups push-ups air squats not bad did I do 15 or do I 16 did I do 80 pull-ups that'd be five times 16 no I only did 15. I'm pretty sure I cut it at a... Oh, boy, it was getting tough. <laughs> and I felt in the afternoon, I'm sitting there going... I'm sitting during, during the afternoon shift. I'm going, wow, I really feel that one. Now I really feel... Yesterday, I felt like my arms were a little small. But today, I feel my arms are... I feel my arms. <laughs> uh, and then after work, again, I managed to get uh, another hour of weightlifting in again. But this is... Like, when I do this, I kind of focus more lifting on heavy and lifting slow and not doing so much cardio uh, for the uh, the after work stuff um, just because it's it's, it's a little it, I guess it'd be nice to get to cardio but doing cardio is a lot more intense than just lifting 
weights very slowly and stuff like that. So uh, at least that's what I found. Going forward, uh, might have to change this up just because uh, some things are changing where being able to pop up a few more videos and stuff like that and podcasts might just make more sense than... um, what would you say? Uh, well, getting another workout in because it, it, it's sort of getting that workout in the evening pushes things back a little bit, right? And it just pushes it back a little bit too far. If you're wondering what I had for dinner tonight, I had one of those double burgers from Blue Frog. It was like 130 quai or something. I had the the Hong uh, Shu Tiao, the sweet potato fries. Oh, I love this burger. I haven't had it in a very long time. It fills me up. Um, and I, w- I wasn't supposed to eat, I wasn't going to eat the whole thing. I bought it thinking I'll eat half. And then, you know, I'll have the, the, the next, tom- the, tomorrow I'll have the rest of it. Well, I just kept on eating it. I was like, this is kind of good. So, yeah, I finished the whole thing. I think it's like a, a pound, two pounds of beef or something like that. I'm not sure, like a kilo. Maybe it's only, I don't know. Yeah, somewhere around there. It's a lot. Uh, and it's a big burger. Uh, and every time I eat it, I'm kind of like, I don't, I don't need dessert. But then I had... I, I, I had a couple little bags of M&M's after it, so that, you know, I, you know, it's nice to have some chocolate after. Right, uh, new vids up on the language vlog. Um, I've been posting there over the last couple of days, been pretty consistent with that, three or four videos a, a day. Uh, so I am continuing on with that. I mentioned before I had written this book uh, in, for November, NaNoWriMo, and I was flipping through it and going... You know, I'm editing it, editing this this thing, and I'm wondering if I'm going about this the wrong way. I wrote the book uh, thinking I'd publish the book, but then I'm looking at it going, I could just make these little videos of this because a lot of the stuff I haven't made into video format yet. So what I might do is do the videos first, then write the book, uh, and uh, do maybe a compilation of ideas from these, these vlogs that I'm doing. <clears throat> Why not? Like 101 inspirational ways to study a language or something? It's just... I, something like that, 101 tips for learning another language, um, maybe, yeah, so the whole idea of doing the art of war, that was the initial, that was the impetus, that was sort of what got me going, but uh, it, it didn't really pan out the way I thought it was going to, uh, and not to mention I was quite busy in November with the uh, the Delta uh, module as well, but so I put, put up some uh, new uh, vids on the language vlog, um, I've also popped up some new travel vids up on my travel uh, YouTube site, which is separate. So that one travel website is just Steven Sersky, my, my name. You can find it. Um, that 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 channel has so much stuff on it that I've accumulated over the years. I've never really been dedicated to any one thing on that travel. It was more of a video dump, um, and I never knew how to make a new channel for my other interests. Then I figured it out last year, and so since then I've been making different channels for my different things. So actually, this year uh, going forward for um, May you make your movie. I'm going to make a separate channel for that. I might even make a separate channel for possibly for the music, the sound and stuff like that. I'm not sure about that just yet. Uh, the audio blog, I do have a separate channel, but I haven't posted to it because I haven't been uploading these videos. I used to do them live, but since the assisted connection device never worked, it just got to be troublesome uh, to, to broadcast live from here. So instead, I have all these videos on my iPad that... Uh, Actually, I haven't even been backed up, to tell you the truth. That's kind of dangerous, isn't it? Uh, but uh, at some point, maybe I'll, I'll upload them. Social media sharing. So all this stuff sort of um, makes me kind of question, how much 
is too much. I hear I talk a lot. I talk very casually about a lot of stuff. I'm not going to lie. A few people listen to this podcast. I don't have thousands of listeners, not even hundreds of listeners to this podcast. Um, I'm sorry if you thought like I was some great big podcaster. I'm not. (laughs) Small potatoes. That basically sums it up. Uh, A handful of people, basically. And I'm okay with that. And as a matter of fact, I find that the way that I talk because of that is far more casual than if I knew that like a thousand people were listening. And I'm this is part and parcel of the experiment that I'm trying to do here is like, how big can I get this? How long can I keep it going for? And how will it change over time? But I'm experimenting on myself with this sort of publication format. I, I have no direction for this other than the fact that I live overseas and it's easier to yak for 20, 25 minutes rather than write blog posts. I, I think too much about blog posts. I think too much about writing. I want to craft it. I want to make it excellent. I want to make to make I want to make it the next viral sensation. Whereas this podcast, you get all of the burps, the yawns, the the did I just say that out loud sort of moments of like, did he say that? Can I rewind this? Can I download this? Can I screen record? <laughs> so things like that, you get it all, right? You get it all. Um, it's uncut, uncensored. I don't do edit- any editing on this stuff. Uh, and uh, and I like it that way. I like it that way. It's also one of the reasons I don't listen to any of my stuff. I can't, I just don't want to listen. To it. I've said it once. I don't need to hear it again. I've had these, th- typically because I've had these thoughts rolling around in my, my head. I'm kind of like, ah, you know, I mean, should I say this? Should I talk about this? Should I do that? Should I do this? So once I finally say it, it's out, it's gone. It means I don't want to, I don't want to think about it anymore. (laughs) Not at all. But social media sharing, um, I was thinking about like all these videos. I actually have found that I cut out a lot of the more personal videos that I make. So it's a um, like me and friends and stuff like that, the girlfriend, I kind of try to keep that all sort of away from the public eye because I would rather that, that to be ours rather than it to be sharing with everybody sort of thing, which sounds odd because so many people share so much of who they are with and what they're doing with those people. Whereas for me, like especially my travel videos, if you, I don't think you can watch my travel videos because it's all just landscapes, cities, no, like it's people that I don't know. It's people at a distance. It's a uh, someone who's watching the world go by, basically, and not interacting. It very, very seldom do I actually interact with that that uh, scene. Ziga uh, uh, Vertov, what's his name? Alexander, not Alexander Dovzhenko. I gotta look this name up. I was just Ziga Vertov, um, man with. Uh, Movie camera. Who was this? This was. Uh, where's the name? Giga Vertov. Giga Vertov. There you go. Giga. Giga Vertov. So uh, yeah, he was a Russian. Uh, where was he born? Uh, Giga Veritov. Uh, so anyway, whatever. But this man with the movie camera. I remember seeing this in my university days and going, "That's awesome." I don't know why, I just think it's kind of cool being that sort of silent observer. And that film, it runs for 60 minutes. That film 
is basically how I've approached all of my travel videos from the time I started, basically. The whole thing, that, that silent eye watching the world around him. This kind of gives me an idea. <laughs> no doubt you can see where this is going to go, but uh, that is sort of an idea that um, I could also follow through with. Uh, through. Anyway, what do you think? Do you get, if you guys are... F- Show, uh, sharing on social media is it too much like uh, do, do you find yourself exposing yourself too much uh, do you wish you wouldn't share so much would do you do you wish to get away from social media and if you do what else would you do with your time and if you are on social media what are you consuming on social media I guess that would be the big question all right folks I'm going to leave it there it's the weekend except I work tomorrow so um you enjoy your weekend and uh, I'll enjoy my weekend the way that I do weekends here which is by working (laughs) wonderful folks I appreciate it show notes and tracks up available on my website stevensterski.com have a good one we'll talk again bye bye